0: They always wanna see us down, never come around. But you gon' witness greatness when I come and snatch a crown. See, I ain't never been the type of way to mess around cause I'm all about my business and I move without a sound. Queens work in silence, trying to stop the violence cause I'm killing my goals. Here's my story, you're invited. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast of the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B and I'm your host. And today we're gonna talk about how to create non-negotiables to define your worth and to live unapologetically. Is Thursday, December 29th, 2016. What is good, everybody? I'm feeling really good and optimistic about the new year. I know that um, everyone is, you know, on that new year, new me tip. Understandable. I'm sort of in the same way, but I decided to wait. Or not rather rather not wait until 2017 to get my goals kicking into gear. Um, But today I'm not really here to talk to you about goals. Um, I really wanted to talk to you about non-negotiables. Over the past weekend, I encountered a situation um, that I won't go too much into detail about, but it was something that really made me question: what were my non-negotiables? What are my priorities and what are my values? Um, A lot of times we don't really just sit and think about what our values are or, you know, what necessarily are our priorities We just kind of live them out if we can because I've noticed that as women We often put our priorities or the things that matter to us on the back burner to accommodate or please anyone else So, um, it again, it really made me think about what are the things that I truly value And I've ultimately, you know, come up with a list for myself and it just put things in perspective for me of how I'm going to communicate my non-negotiables in the future and to make sure that I stand firmly by them. Because if you've ever heard the saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And that's just not the type of individual that I want to be in life. So um, just in terms of the topics of negotiation... I decided to do a little bit of research, um, and I'm, I'm learning just a little bit more about how millennial women approach negotiation. So I looked up the Levo League. Uh, Levo League is a website that uh, primarily focuses on career development for millennial women, but it kind of gave me some perspective about negotiation in general. So I learned that more than sixty percent of millennial women admit to not knowing how to negotiate which is understandable. Um, Also within their survey, they found that 63% felt uncomfortable negotiating, period. So um, negotiating is an uncomfortable thing. We probably, more than likely, you've probably heard about women and the pay gap and equal pay for equal work. We've heard those buzzwords uh, throughout the last several years, and it's something that is uh, growing as a topic and it's something that is becoming at the forefront, especially in politics. But what I want everyone to understand is, uh, and this is just my personal opinion and and what I see, I think that women don't negotiate when it comes to their career development because they don't know how to establish the non-negotiables for themselves. And I say that because you can't come to the table and expect to negotiate if you don't already know who you are and what you are worth. So that got me to start thinking. And again, um, I started to dig a little deeper. So I came across a book called Women Don't Ask. And um, they had a couple of things that I thought was really interesting. So at least in the professional world, uh, they say that women suffer when they Don't negotiate. And I'll give you an example of how they suffer. So women are rejected to lose more than $500,000 in a lifetime. Now, I don't know about you, but that's a lot of coins. Like Who wants to lose that much money in their entire lifetime because you don't want to open your mouth or you're afraid of what the outcome may be? Now, on the flip side of the statistic, the women who actually do decide to negotiate, they earn at least a million dollars more in their careers over a lifetime than women who actually don't. So, you know, obviously, you know, in terms of careers, you know, that is a crazy thing. But again, it kind of boils down to what you consider are your personal values and the things that you consider non-negotiables. Because if you haven't had a transparent conversation with yourself about that, then it's hard to come to the table to ask for more when you really don't know what you're asking for. Um, And finally, one thing that caught my interest as well, they say 20 percent of adult women say that they never negotiate at all despite the fact that they know that negotiation is appropriate and necessary. So today, I I really want to get into the nitty gritty about creating a non-negotiable, because in order for you to successfully ask for more and to do do anything that you want to do in your career, your relationships or or whatever you consider is is important to your life, you have to figure out what those non-negotiables are. So before we even get into that, I want you to understand the top reasons why women don't practice or don't use their non-negotiables. One is something that may be very familiar to a lot of us: is saying yes when you really mean to say no. Um, In particular, I'm very guilty of this. At one point in my life, I would say I I really started to learn how to say no, uh, probably in the last year or so. Um, But I would say from 2013, when I graduated from college up until maybe 2015, I would say yes to anything, everything. I was the go-to girl because people know that I would never reject anything that they needed from me. If they had a project, I would do it. If they you know, needed me to come to an event or if they needed me to proofread something, I was always that person. But I eventually stopped being that person, and I stopped being that person because I saw that I was putting more out to other people than giving myself things. So it it kind of became something that was a little overwhelming when you're always consistently helping people and then everything that you start to do potentially gets put on the back burner or you don't have enough time to imagine a future or to imagine the things that you want to do because you know you're always having your hand in someone else's affairs or the things that they have going on. So I learned the value of saying no. Uh, you know, you, you definitely don't want to say yes to things that, um, that you don't want to do. You know, why put yourself in a predicament where you're uncomfortable or you're unhappy when you don't want to do something? Granted, I know people don't want to hurt other people's feelings, but at the end of the day, people will get over it. I mean, if someone is really for you, they won't be mad at you because people understand that other people have priorities. So it's very important that you're not putting the priorities of others before your own. Now, you, when it comes to saying yes, I want you to think about, you know, things that you have faced, maybe morally or in your career. So, for an example, um, I had a friend several years ago. Actually, more than more than several years ago, I had a friend who uh, had the harsh decision of getting an abortion. Right. So she didn't want to get an abortion because it was something that she felt strongly against. Um, you know, it wasn't necessarily something that she was like pro-choice or pro-life. You know, she just didn't want to, uh, to to make that decision. But unfortunately, she was dating a guy, and the guy was really the person who was giving her life. You know, he was someone who was hyping her up, making her feel that like she had great self-esteem. Um, and unfortunately, he wanted her to go through with the procedure. And as a result, even though she didn't want to do it, she said yes anyway, and because she said yes, you know, it's something that she says that she's have to that she has to deal with for the rest of her life. But um, it's just really an example. You know, if if something doesn't sit right in your stomach or if you feel something that doesn't sit right in your spirit, don't do it. Don't do it for the sake of, of pleasing other people. Because at the end of the day, there are some decisions that you're just going to have to live with yourself and, and other people may not be affected. So you have to really consider what you say yes to. I know that was kind of an extreme example, but that happens in, in everyday life. You know, you may say yes to simple things like going to an event, but if there's something that's life changing, why? I say yes when it could potentially alter your whole future or you know alter your peace of mind. So keep that into consideration. So reason number two, a lot of people rearrange their priorities in order to accommodate someone else's agenda. I'm very guilty of that myself. So, you know, there's been days where I've had my schedule. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna knock this out. I'm gonna do this today, and this is gonna be done. And by five o'clock, I'm gonna be done, I'm gonna make dinner, and I'm gonna watch Netflix. But it doesn't necessarily happen like that for me so what usually happens <laughs> um and it still happens sometimes as well What usually did happen was that I would have a plan And then someone would call me And, you know, they'd say, hey, Whitney Can you do this really quick? And I'm like, okay So, you know, I still had the intention of getting What I needed to get done on my agenda But I decided to switch around what I needed to do In order to help someone else Eventually, um, this got to a point To where I stopped putting my priorities ahead of, um, of everyone else And I just kept helping other people And everything, again, went to the back burner So it was wasn't like I said yes and completely ignored it. I said yes and tried to reprioritize. And sometimes there are things that you just can't reprioritize. Um, One person in my life that I think who does a really great job of not reprioritizing is my husband, Jerome. Um, Jerome loves to work out. He's been a workout fanatic since I've known him, since we went through the doors of Wilberforce University together. So since 2009, I've always known Jerome to never miss a day of working out. He this is his non-negotiable because when he was younger he was overweight and he always vowed to himself that once he lost that weight he was never going back and um and he makes sure he makes sure that he does that consistently you know every every day he goes to the gym for 2 or 3 hours consistently working on you know the various parts of his body I have no idea because <laughs> I don't go to the gym um as much as I need to but eventually I will that's that's 2017 goals but we'll talk about that later but Anywho, Jerome really works out all the time and he does not allow anything to compromise him going to the gym. Um, He schedules everything outside of going to the gym. If I want to schedule a date or something, you know, I'm very uh, cognizant of when he's going to the gym and I try not to do anything around that time because I know that that's something that's important to him and he makes it very clear that, you know, that's something that he's not willing to sacrifice. And I love it because, you know, your health is your wealth. So, you know, that's just an example of of someone who definitely doesn't uh, rearrange their priorities to fit someone else's agenda. Granted, you know, there are obviously some times where he's not able to go to the gym, but for the most part, uh, he's very clear about that, you know, when he talks to people and people kind of know what's up. They know around five o'clock or seven o'clock every day, Jerome is in the gym. Now, finally, um, another reason why people don't practice their non-negotiables is simply because Maybe they just don't have any. Um, Sometimes you go through life and you don't really find a value system. You know, some people just go with the flow. There's nothing wrong with being a a free spirit. I consider myself a pretty free spirited person for the longest time. But what I learned about myself is that when I didn't sit down to think about, you know, what mattered to me the most and what things I was willing to tolerate, then, you know, life kind of became gray when it should have been black and white. You know, there were a lot of times where I felt like I was a pushover and I, allowed certain things to happen to me. And it, it was more so because of the reason that, you know, I never really sat down to think about if something was right or wrong or how I felt about certain situations. So it's really important to start to think about those things, because as you progress in life and as you get into your careers or if you get into certain situations, it's very important to know what is important to you, because when when faced with certain obstacles or a specific situation, you'll know specifically how to react. So, you know, by knowing this, um, I kind of want to go into how you can start to create your non-negotiables. So there are a couple of different things that you can do. First and foremost, you want to brainstorm. You want to brainstorm about the things that matter the most to you. In other words, what are things that you are absolutely, positively not willing to budge on? So um, for example, there's a couple things. There's work life balance, exercise, self-respect, church, peace of mind, happiness, or family time. Um, Again, just kind of using myself as an example Time has become my non-negotiable So that's something that's very important to me I don't allow people to waste my time And I only allow myself to engage in activities That are conducive and that promote my professional and uh, personal growth So, you know, think about that You know, think about how some of these things that you do in your life You know, what, what out of those things are things that you are not willing to budge on? So when you do that, you definitely want to make sure that you write them down. Um, I know for some people, people don't like to write. People, <laughs> people don't even like to write goals nonetheless. But, you know, writing down your values and writing down your non-negotiables are very important. And when you write them down, don't be scared. Don't be apologetic about it. No one else can tell you what you believe in. So just make sure that you're, you're being very conscious of the things that you believe in. So when you go out into the world and when you interact with other people, you know how you stand in your own skin. So um, another thing too, if you don't, uh, have a value system or don't consider Yourself someone who's big on values Think about people who have strong non-negotiables Right? Think about people In your life who don't budge And they uh, they don't allow Other people to uh, change how they Do certain things. I like to watch shows Like uh, Scandal or Being Mary Jane because you know Olivia Pope and Mary Jane Paul they are Very strong characters right? You know there are certain things that they will and will Not tolerate and so you know when I Watch those characters it kind of makes me reflect on myself and the things that I need to do that, you know, to ultimately promote for me to become the best version of myself. So number two, the next thing that you want to do is reflect, excuse me, review your list and make sure that the list is reflective of what you want to do and not anyone else. So this is very important because as we move throughout life, you know, we're obviously influenced by our friends, our family, spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends, booze, um, you know bosses mentors you know there's a lot of people who influence us so there's nothing wrong with someone influencing you and helping you establish certain values but make sure that when you create your non-negotiables you're creating them for yourself and not for anyone else do it because it makes you feel good or it makes you sleep at night versus you know doing something because you think that it's morally accepted by somebody else The third tip that I want to offer you is to create an affirmation statement. So I created an affirmation statement um, just about time. And, you know, when you create your affirmation statement, be firm. So, you know, create something that says what you are willing and and not willing to accept. So, you know, my affirmation statement, I don't have it in front of me, but loosely it talks about how time is important to me, how I use time management and scheduling tools to allow me to make the best of my time, how I'll curve people who don't respect my time and ultimately, um you know, how I should best use my time, you know, and that's either to develop myself or develop others who really need my assistance. So, you know, that's just kind of an example. So, you know, create an affirmation statement, use I, use the word I, or, you know, use the word my, my time is, I will, I will do this. Because this will ultimately help you, um, you know, feel more solid about your non-negotiable. And it kind of gives you an idea of how you want to operate in life using that non-negotiable. So the fourth thing, and this is likely the hardest step for a lot of people, is making sure that you are communicating with people and letting them know what your non-negotiables are. So, you know, <laughs> it, it can definitely be hard if you've never had them before. And, you know, you, you're usually one type of way. And then when someone talks to you and you're like, oh, you know, well, now I do this. Some people might be taken back because they're used to you being a certain type of way or they're not used to seeing you with non-negotiables. But, you know, don't let that scare you. You want to make sure that you're being firm about what you're saying and and don't worry about what anyone has to say. I think we worry too much and put too much into other people's opinions about what we want to do, but you know, you have to do you. You have to live life by a certain standard and, you know, creating non-negotiables are establishing what that baseline standard looks like for you. Um, You want to make sure that you're reaching everyone, you know, down from your family, your friends to your bosses. And, you know, you just want to make sure that everyone is clear about what your non-negotiables are. So that way there's no no confusion later on. Um, It might be really hard to express that, but once you express it, you'll feel really good about yourself and it will allow you to to know that, you know, when something comes up, you're not going to tolerate it because you've already had that conversation with people. And I'll tell you, you know, there will be people who will try you and, and those who are trying you and those who consistently try to go against your non-negotiables are not people that you want to be around. So, you know, make sure you're being conscious of that and, you know, and make sure that people are respecting what your boundaries are. And finally, one of the biggest things to do is when you want to make sure that you are reviewing your non-negotiables. So uh, tip five is really important because we grow as human beings. We grow, we evolve, we learn, we have different experiences that mold us and and ultimately help define who we want to be and who we are. So it's very important to make sure that you are reflecting and making sure that your non-negotiables are reflecting who you are as a person over time. So that's why it's really important to write those down because it's good to see that growth that you're going through over time. So make sure that you're looking at your list um, and make sure that you're adding, you know, new non-negotiables or getting rid of things if they no longer fit you. So you definitely want to do that maybe once a quarter. So maybe every three months or so, just kind of sit down with yourself and just have a reflection to make sure that you are where you need to be and to make sure that, um, you're successfully, You're successfully uh, putting it out There into the atmosphere that you have non Negotiables and letting People know that your non-negotiables are Directly related to your worth so I think people will ultimately respect you more um, Once you put it out there and You definitely want To make sure that uh, You feel good with everything that you're doing So you know again those are Pretty much the five tips quickly just To go back over them you again Want to make sure that you brainstorm the top three to five Things that matter the most to you Um, You want to review your list and make sure that the list is reflective of what you want to do and not what someone else wants to do. You want to create an affirmation statement that tells you how you're going to implement your non-negotiable and what you are willing and not willing to tolerate. And you also want to make sure that you're communicating them with people who are important in your life, like your friend, your boo, your family, your bosses, whoever that you think needs to know Make sure that you are firm and consistently clear with them about what your non-negotiables are. And finally, you definitely want to make sure that you're reviewing your non-negotiables on at least a quarterly basis, just to make sure that they are consistent with the person that you are evolving and growing to be. So uh, that is it for me. Um, I hope that you guys liked this podcast. Um, (laughs) It's been a very interesting experience. Uh, Nevertheless, again, I think this is something that was very, Uh, good for me to do. It was very reflective as I uh, reflected over the weekend about my non-negotiables. And as a treat for you, if you look in the link below, there is a workbook for you. So if you are looking to figure out how to define your non-negotiables, there is a workbook. It's called We Don't Negotiate with Terrorists, How to Set Your Non-Negotiables So That Others Won't Hijack Your Focus. And it's a seven-page workbook that allows you to kind of read a little bit um, kind of review, kind of uh, what word am I looking for? It kind of reviews some of the tips. Spoken, <laughs> my words are like so messed up today. It reviews the tips that we've talked about in this podcast, and it also allows you to you know start to write down your non-negotiables and start to think about that communications plan. Uh, it goes a lot more in depth about you know what you should do with someone uh, miss handles or mistreats you in terms of not following your non-negotiables. How do you communicate with that person? You know, how do you practice saying no? It it goes into a lot of different details that may be helpful for someone who's scared to say no or constantly reprioritizes their agenda to help someone else or don't even actually have actual goals or values or priorities. So it's a great, great read. It is free. Um, So feel free to look at the link below and make sure that you download the workbook that is it for me thank you for tuning in to another episode of pink lemonade um again this is the end of the year so i'm wishing everyone a very very happy new year and all the prosperity that you need in 2017 and before i leave i want to leave you with this this is a quote by dr chester l harris um and it says in business as in life you don't get what you deserve you get what you negotiate So make sure that you're defining those non-negotiables so that you can get in whatever room and sit at whatever table and get the things that you actually deserve. Until next time.